millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to The Trader, a traitor's podcast. My name's Matthew Keeley and I'm a writer, reality competition TV fanatic and a 100% faithful. Promise. And I've also included my surname for the first time. Not sure why I don't always do that. The Trader is a deep dive into each episode of the reality TV show that made my friends, family and colleagues sick of me for banging on about it non-stop. The Traitors, streaming on BBC iPlayer and Peacock. Today we'll be diving into episode 6 of The Traitors UK with a record-breaking special guest co-host. But before we meet them, it's time for TT News. This year for BBC's comic relief, aka Red Nose Day, The Traitors will return for a special sketch. The mini-episode has been filmed already and will feature host Claudia Winkleman, much-loved TV cook and BBC favourite Mary Berry, and comedy icons Don French and Jennifer Saunders, whose TV and film parodies are absolutely legendary. Claudia has shared some on-set pics that show the stars having a ball, all wearing matching Claudia fringe wigs. The special will air on Friday the 17th of March at 7pm on BBC One in the UK. The BBC have also confirmed to Radiotimes.com that the second season of The Traitors will not feature celebrities, but will cast players much like the first series. I think this will be music to the ears of the vast majority of Traitors fans. As I predicted just a couple of episodes ago in TT News, the first award nominations for the Traitors UK have arrived. The Royal Television Society Awards have announced nominations for the Traitors in two categories. First up is the Entertainment Award, where the Traitors faces competition from Joe Lysett's Big Pride Party and the latest show with Mo Gilligan. And in the Entertainment Performance category, Claudia Winkleman is nominated. Up against, again, Mo Gilligan and Rizzle Kicks star and host of Don't Hate the Players, Jordan Stevens. The awards ceremony will be held in London on Tuesday the 28th of March. And what's more, you can buy tickets to the event on the Royal Television Society website. However, be prepared to shell out. A table for 12, including half a bottle of wine per person, will set you back £4,800. Or you can buy an individual ticket for £400. Sadly, because I'm not rich, I won't be attending. But if you are rich and want to attend as a Tradar correspondent, please get in touch. It's now time to meet my co-host for this episode, who's going to deep dive into episode 6 of The Traitors UK with me.
My guest today is returning co-host Lindsay Chisholm. Lindsay is a dog mom, TV and film buff, and most importantly, my bestie. Lindsay, you have the prestigious honour of being the only person to appear three times on the podcast. How does that make you feel? Super excited. <laughs> how the bloody hell are you? I'm alright. Also, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Got a little bit of a cold, but we're, we're, we're good. I know, I know you've got the cold, um, so maybe people will hear it, or maybe not. Maybe you'll pull through and you'll be victorious and we won't be able to tell at all. Hopefully, hopefully. Apart from the fact that we just spoke about it. <laughs> now, we are going to talk about episode six of The Traitors UK today. And I forgot until I was preparing this episode, this is the episode of The Traitors UK that had me desperately recruiting people to watch it. So everyone I knew who had started it or was thinking about watching The Traitors, this is the episode I was going, wait till you get to episode six. I probably said this to you at some point. You did. I know everybody else has been talking a lot about episode four, which is The Red Breakfast, but this is the episode that I was totally flabbergasted at because of something that happens at the round table that I'm sure we'll get to. Mm -hmm. So... Before we start our discussion of the episode, Lindsay, for the third time, we're going to play The Traitor Traitor. <laughs> now, we've got a bit of a mixed history here. Uh, the first time we played this, it didn't go so well because you forgot to lie. Yep. The second time we played, we both rumbled one another. So, in a way, we actually did really well because we were good at detecting each other's lies. So we'll see how it goes today. For any listeners who don't know, here is what The Trader Trader is all about. Our goal throughout the episode from here on in is to tell one lie to one another. The lie has to be a fabrication or a made up fact. It can't be a fake opinion. Like saying you hate Claudia's fringe when actually you think Claudia's fringe is on point. <laughs> At the end of the episode, Lindsay and I then have to put our traitor hunting skills to the test and decide what we thought the other person's lie was. Lindsay, are you ready? Ready! <laughs> Episode 6, here we go! So we start Episode 6 at the Traitor's Tower. And the traitors realise they are going to have to get rid of people and their murder, people who will never be banished. So they have to think about who are people never going to vote out themselves. And they also think that they, they want to continue to keep the faithfuls confused. So that's what's going to influence their decision here. And at the end of the previous episode, it looked like they had Faye, Andrea and Matt on their radar. Well, not really their radar, but on their murder radar. Their, their Madar. That's not a word. <laughs> So we move on to breakfast. Uh, Kieran arrives first. And of course, it's Kieran's first breakfast because he just returned to the competition. So this is all new to him. Yep. We see Tom's painting up above the fireplace. It's got the big red cross on it. And I really laughed when Maddie said to Alex, if you ever split up with him, that'd be a great picture. Did you like oh, the impression? Um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Three, out, three out of ten. Okay. Oh, three out of ten, that's awful. Yeah. Um, Kieran says to Maddie, 
that he thinks she has got it right with Wilf. Like, he's kind of on board with her Wilf theory about being a traitor, so that's good mm -hmm. for Maddie, not good for Wilf. Maddie makes a good point. She says she thinks she's still around because Wilf is the traitor. She says, well, if, if, how do I, what's the best way of explaining this? She Could says that own. it would be too obvious to murder her. <laughs> if Wilf is a traitor, which he is, he wouldn't kill her off because then it would look like she was onto something and everybody would realize it. So she realizes he, she's being kept around because Wilf is a traitor and he doesn't want to murder her because it would look too obvious. Does that make sense? She's a pawn. Mm -hmm. She is a pawn, yes. Uh, Hannah and Alex start to talk and they are quite sus about Alyssa at this point. Wilf comes in and Maddie turns to Kieran and goes, of course he comes back. And she's right, which is really funny. And then we're down to the last two. It's either Matt or Faye who've been murdered. Faye walks in, we realise poor Matt's gone, Aaron's gutted. Lindsay, how did you feel about poor Matt being murdered off? The emotional puppy. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a shame. He was a bit of eye candy. It was quite good TV. I think there's other people that could have went in his place. But it was okay. quite cute when um, Aaron had a wee tear. I know. That he's, that he's, his wee friend was away. Bless, poor Aaron. Well, yeah. who would you have murdered then? Maddie. <gasps> She Why? is incredibly annoying. She's <laughs> like a dog with a bone. She just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And she's trying to be quite influential within the group. And yes. it's just annoying. It's just annoying. But do you, don't you think that if Maddie was murdered, people would go, oh my God, she was right about wealth. That's no. why she's been killed. No. I think so many of them have got different ideas of who's a traitor, who's a faithful. Mm -hmm. Like, like they're they're all completely spread. There's not like yeah. a group of like five people that think it's well, five people that mm -hmm. think it's mad. Like they're all all over the place, and their okay. minds are changing constantly. That's true. We then have a bit of a flashback to Traitor's Tower from the night before, and we find out why the traitors murdered Matt. It's because they think he's smarter than he seems, and he's too quiet, and he's very observant. And in the previous episode of this podcast, I had Ivan on as a guest and Ivan commented on the same thing. He said Matt was more clever than he seemed on TV. So maybe that's what the traitors were thinking as well. Yeah. We see Matt in his interview. He's gutted. He wants to know why he was chosen for murder. And he says that the traitors are playing an amazing game. So he, re he appreciates that they're doing a pretty good job of it because they haven't been caught at all so far. Claudia comes into breakfast. Claudia's pissed. Matt's gone. They haven't found any traitors. She tells them, you've lost eight faithfuls. She, she's not happy at all. No. She likes Matt. She does. After breakfast then, there are some discussions round about the house. Anna and Alex are still discussing Al uh, Alyssa because she's so on the fence about everything and she doesn't really seem to ever commit to picking out people she think could be a traitor mm -hmm. they uh, are totally wrong about Wilf though uh, Hannah thinks Wilf is behaving exactly like her i.e. a faithful Alex is not too convinced though Amos is kind of like the new king of the house now he's back everybody yep. likes Amos I like Amos yep and they seem to think he's, I mean, Amos is a doctor, which I think is why people think he's very trustworthy and very knowledgeable. 
and very handsome. And yes. <laughs> he tries to point out to the others that they shouldn't laugh at Maddie's theories because he says, well, no one, you don't know any better than her. You might think yep. her theories are a bit mad, but no one knows the truth. So you should take everybody at least a little bit seriously. Maddie's also still on Meryl. The reason Maddie and Meryl have conflict is because at the round table in the last episode, when Meryl, Meryl had voted for Tom and then Tom was banished and he announced that actually he was a faithful. And Meryl's immediate reaction was to turn around and say, I knew it. And Maddie jumped right on it and mm -hmm. said, why did you say that? Why did you say I knew it? And But you voted for him. Is this another thing that's annoying you about Maddie? No, I think Meryl's quite... Um, she can be influenced. I think I think she's not went with her gut feeling. She's went with what other people have said, and that's yeah. why that's happened. I love, love how Meryl gets pure raging with Maddie when they're having a conversation at the stairwell that she actually has to walk off, and she's like, oh, fuck human. It's quite funny. Quite funny. She does, because most of the time Meryl's, like seems quite quiet, but yeah. whenever she's attacked by Maddie, she goes like full-on rage. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. After this, we move on to the mission for the episode then. So the players are split into groups with different coloured t-shirts, which reminds me of the Australian traitors, because in the Australian traitors, they wear these like outfits every time they do a mission. They wear these like tra red tracksuits. Um, which is really funny. They obviously decided to abandon that for the UK version. Um, and also it makes me think, BBC, when are you going to buy the Australian traitors? Like, people want to see it. It's very annoying. Mm. Claudia tells the players that this is kind of like a game of hide and seek. They have to choose two people from each team, first of all, who don't mind alone time and who might be quite good at meditating. Uh, she tells them that for each teammate found, they'll win £1,500 and that the first team to find both of their teammates will win armory passes. And at this point, the, the mission is really revealed and we find out that the players are going to be buried alive. Ryan is completely freaking out about this. He didn't really know what he was signing up for when he volunteered. Lindsay, would you... Nope. Would... <laughs> Literally my worst nightmare. It has a pillow. Imagine lying there, like it's bad enough that you can hear the chains going over the coffins, but then you hear the dirt, and it's not just a little bit of dirt, it's a lot of dirt. Like yeah. that's not, no way, no way, absolutely no way. Yeah, I wrote that down as well, that, that they are, it's not fake, I mean they're genuinely being they're, like they're chained up and buried, yeah. and it's not the actual depth of a real coffin, but it's deep enough. Yeah. So like I, I, I think I, I would be able to do it, but... As soon as you actually lie down and the lid closes and you hear the dirt being piled on, like oh, your no, heart no, would no. race. Like yeah. you, your natural instinct would be to panic. Absolutely. At the same time, I might quite enjoy just lying there while everybody else does all the hard work. Nah, you, I don't I, know. I, no, you wouldn't be able to do it. No. Okay. Nah. Nah. Okay. <laughs> so the teams have to use radios and follow a map, find various clues. The people in the coffins have to help the people who are outside of the coffins. My favourite part is when Claudia is trying to talk to Ryan through the earth <laughs> and he can't hear anything that she's saying. And Ryan's just like, hello, who, who is someone talking to me? Um, that made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Do you know what my favourite part was? Okay, what was it? 
Meryl describing the Highland cows and went on and on and on. <laughs> and Will Fowler was just like, right, let's just get, let's just do our thing. Let's just ignore her. And she was still going on. She was still describing what this, this plaque looked like. It was so funny. So funny. <laughs> After they solve all the clues then, the blue team get both of their players out first. So they've wa- already won an armory pass. So that's Aaron, Hannah, Theo, Amanda and Alex. The red team are kind of taking forever because, mm. like, I'm a Andrea, but I, I would be quite frustrated if Andrea was on my team because she was a little bit slower and they kind of had to help her along. I know it's not She did fault. say to go ahead, though. That's true. She so I think she knew she was holding back, but yeah. she did tell her to go ahead. She did. But you couldn't, you couldn't leave Andrea behind. No, like, no. It'd be, it'd be like abandoning, like, a, a dog somewhere. And just driving off. You, you, I'm not saying Andrea's a dog. I didn't mean that. Sorry, I was I just thinking she's... of the dog and why you would think that that, that was that was acceptable. I don't. That's that. like a thing that happens in films and stuff. Like people take a dog out and just leave it. No. Mm. No. Okay. Sorry. So the white team are also at a bit of a disadvantage because they only have four players compared to everybody else, and two of them are traitors, Wilf and Alyssa. So, I just it's just something I noticed. At the end of the mission then, they have added £9,000 to the total, which means the complete prize fund at this point is £56,700. After the mission, we return to the house and it's time for the armoury. And this strange thing happens that also happened last time. It's the last person who goes in who finds the shield. And in this case, it's Amanda. Last episode, it was Tom. Do you think... Conspiracy theory time. Conspiracy theory corner. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's a uh, is the shield planted? Is it a bit weird that it's always the last person who finds it so far? Do you think it's fake? No, 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 no. But it was an absolute waste of a shield going to Amanda. Absolute waste. It it kind of is a waste of a shield, yeah. Which makes me want to ask you then. Well, this happened to Tom. And Tom got the shield last time, so he couldn't be murdered, but. He was banished at the end of that episode anyway, so that even for him, the shield ended up being a bit pointless. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they should do what they do in the Australian Traitors, which is, the shield doesn't just protect you from murder, it also protects you from being banished. So if you've got the shield at the round table, no one's allowed to vote for you. Do you think they should adopt that here? Um, I mean, it would be good in theory, but then... Every time one of the guys have got the shield in the UK, they don't tell anybody, even the people that were on the same team as them. Yeah. So it would become kind of pointless that way as well. But it would, it would be good, maybe for next season. Yeah, they would have to, you're right, they would have to make, if that was the case, that the shield protected you from both, they'd have to make the rules that you have to tell everybody, otherwise yeah. it just, yeah, it wouldn't work otherwise. Mm-hmm. Amos is in the house and he's talking to Wilf. Wilf starts to get the feeling that people are probably going to start voting for him tonight so Mm -hmm. the wheels are turning in his head he's realizing this isn't looking good and he's going to have to do something we'll Mm -hmm. see what that is in a little while and maddie and kieran are also discussing wealth they are they seem quite certain that he's a traitor and they're probably going to vote for him tonight yeah so we move on to the round table and claudia says to them again She's in quite a shady mood today in total because she says they're brilliant at missions, mm-hmm. not so much at finding traitors. Yep. Angel Andrea 
starts off the discussion tonight and she says that she's looking at younger people. What are you doing? I'm listening to what you're saying, why? Because it's like an ASMR video. All I can hear is like... I'm not doing anything. Is this like part of your lie? No, I'm literally just sitting here. Is your lie going to be like, oh, I, I was making those noises and I pretended I didn't know what they were? Genuinely not. I'm sitting here looking at you with my notes in front of me, my chocolate beside me, my juice in front of me, and I'm just sitting here watching you. Is your microphone like rubbing off your hair or something? Oh, it's on my, I'm on my house coat. It's going like shuffle, 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 oh, crunch, God. crunch. Fine, I'll hold the microphone. It's it stopped. Jesus. It stops now. I'm absolutely keeping this in the podcast, but. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So yeah, and, uh, Andrea says that she's going to look towards younger people because she thinks... I don't know why. She thinks that younger players would be more capable of being a traitor. So she says that she, tonight she's starting with Alyssa. And that's uh -huh. who she's probably going to vote for. Uh -huh. And I think Alyssa's first mistake is that she has kind of like a non-reaction to this. Like she doesn't pretend to be shocked or horrified. She sort of just sits there and doesn't really change her expression very much. And when mm -hmm. she responds, it's quite flimsy like she doesn't seem very emotional like she's too calm and collected i think maybe i'm wrong but i think a faithful would panic at that point and and sort of want to defend themselves and she plays it a bit too cool to be honest though i think that claudia made a big mistake choosing her as a traitor anyway because she's really weak as a traitor Ooh, she's quite weak as like a team player as well because as you've just said she kind of sits in the background she doesn't really get involved now claudia could it could it could have picked a better i would say but um miss queen claudia who by the way is related to royalty did you know that uh no i didn't know that mm. but i can see that yep you can see it because she's a queen is that, uh, <laughs> is that why you keep calling her queen claudia yeah okay yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I think Alyssa was quite weak. I also think her defence when people were voting for her as well, she it was kind of like she'd already just she'd just given up because she knew she knew. Yeah, I thought I got that impression as well. Yeah, and she tries to shift things towards Alex and starts saying, "Oh, I, th I think it's you because you put yourself on trial last week." But Alex is kind of just like, "Nah, yeah, she's no not, she's not believing you." Nah. Yeah. But again, that's another weak argument she's got because that's that's already been at the table. That argument's already been at the table, and they've already like extinguished that argument. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's fighting for oh no, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Oh no, no, no. And then Alex just puts her right in her place, which is right. Yeah. Faye then speaks up, and I th I think it's becoming clear to me at this point, Faye is like the Quentin of the UK traitors, Quentin from the US show, mm -hmm. because she's always wrong. <laughs> she always <laughs> picks completely the wrong person. She says that tonight she's going to pick Ryan, mostly because 
she thinks she needs to like try a different tactic and Ryan's quite quiet and nobody's really looked at him so far. She's she's totally wrong. Amos then highlights Wilf, not looking good for Wilf. Yep. Meryl picks Maddie because she's still in like a fuming <laughs> rage. <laughs> she's just got like the steaming anger underneath that her the bitch. whole time. <laughs> Maddie then does this thing where she goes round the round table, like t- deciding like who's who all the faithfuls are, and apart from Will, she's like completely wrong about the traitors. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love how everyone just sits and listens to her. Like she's an authority. Like I do love Maddie, but um, she's she's too confident. She needs she needs to back down a little bit. I think sometimes they just let her carry on because they know if they don't, she would just butt in constantly <laughs> and just force her own opinion on you. So I think they're yeah. all just sitting there going, right, just, just let us get their own number. But did you see Alyssa's face when she was like, faithful to Alyssa? Yeah. Alyssa kind of like smirked and thought, oh God, maybe I'm safe here. Yeah, yeah. But chose the wrong horse. Not to be. Nope. Theo says that he's going to back Maddie because Wilf looks so nervous and I completely appreciate this. I, I think yeah. Wilf does always look like he's about to be sick at any minute. Yeah, he so looks like he's just about up on to that. burst a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's at this point, Wilf, I think, definitely realises he's going to have to do something drastic. So he speaks yep. up. This is the this is the moment of the episode that made me tell everybody else about it. This is the bit I was going, oh my God, people need to watch this. He says to everybody that they've always gone for really loud people so far who are who are actively raising theories about traitors, but now they need to try something a bit different. And he says, I'm going to go for Alyssa. And Alyssa is shook at this point. Yeah. She says she's like, in a little interview, she's like, I was so angry, but she sat there and she just, she just looks gobsmacked that he would have the audacity to vote her out. But yeah. did you see Amanda's face? Well, I've re- Amanda must be just thinking, what She's like, shit, I'm not safe with him. Yeah. Yeah, so... so... Yeah, I think probably before this, Amanda wasn't thinking of voting for Alyssa, but as soon as Wilf does that, she's like, oh shit, I'm, I'm yep. going to have to change my tactic here. Yep. This is also another moment that makes me, when I'm watching it, I wonder, what's to stop Alyssa from just screaming... At Wilf, like you're a traitor as well. I'm a traitor, and you're a traitor. Like, I mean, if obviously if she did that, it would then completely she'd be she'd be giving up her place in the competition. But if she if she thought, all right, this my numbers up, I'm about to get voted out. I don't know what's to stop her from just getting so angry and going, how could you do this to me? You're a traitor as well. He's a traitor. Probably they probably sign something to to say that you're not allowed to do that because they effectively take the traitor oath. When they become traitors. Yeah. So I think she signs it. Because even when she gets voted off and she's just about to walk away, she doesn't listen to any of the, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's just like, right, okay, bye. I'm a traitor. And, and it's like she's like ashamed of being a traitor. And she yeah. just kind of walks off. She doesn't even want to listen to anybody like consoling her or anything. She this knows. Is... Yeah. Yeah. This is something that in my. Hold on. How to explain this? Hold on. This is something that in the Traitors US reunion episode of my podcast <laughs> with David Goldberg, who's an, a reality TV expert, David suggested some things that might be in the contract for players. And he he suggested maybe their contract will suggest if you're a traitor and you ruin the game, we won't invite you back if there's a reunion episode. 
We won't ever invite you back on any shows that Studio Lambert produces. Mm -hmm. We won't invite you to like media press events for interviews. So, so he thinks maybe they've worked that in. To, so that'll deter. Like we won't promote you on social media. It might also be that they could sue them because if yeah. that was to happen, that would completely ruin that game. Yeah, there could be a legal yeah. thing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so the votes begin. Alyssa. At one point around the table, Lassa has three votes, including Wilf. Wilf has three as well. Maddie has one. Ryan has one. And Wilf's, Wilf's vote for Alyssa is a huge gamble because if she he he must be certain enough that she's going to get voted out tonight because if he votes for her and she doesn't get voted out, he then has to go back to Traitor's Tower with her and sort of sheepishly be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, but then Alyssa's done the same to they've they voted for one another here. Well, so I think Alyssa's voted him because she's been angry that he's voted her. Yeah. And he's done it tactical, thinking so many people are voting for Alyssa. This is good. This is going to work. Yeah. This is going to yeah. work in my favour. So, yeah. This is also the point that when I watched it for the first time, and this is another reason why I was so taken aback by this mm -hmm. episode. It had never occurred to me until this moment as a viewer that the traitors could or would turn on each other maybe that's really obvious to everybody else but yeah i'm so naive i just had never thought that that was something that would happen i just thought oh the traitors are in it they're a team they're yep. trying to get all the way to the end i'd never yep. thought i was oh, the they same. could just vote one another so that's why i was completely shocked when wolf did what he did gobsmacked maybe that's because mm -hmm. you and i are both um good team players and very innocent yeah i think so <laughs> at this point Alyssa is about to reveal her vote and we know that yet yeah, she turns it over and she votes for Wilf but Wilf does this thing where he's waiting for Alyssa to reveal the name she's written down and he whispers kind of to Hannah because Hannah's right beside him he whispers if she says me she's lying and I I was just screaming at the TV like stop talking Wilf like it's I think that's such a giveaway for him to say if she says me she's lying like it makes him look so suspicious like no one else I says know, that I, I don't think so I think oh. like Hannah's obviously his kind of that's his effect that's his shield effectively because the two mm -hmm. of them are like besties they're gonna yeah. they're not gonna vote each other and I think he's maybe saying that to to just ease Hannah and be like right he's definitely definitely not because every, it was such a close vote so he's probably said that thinking oh Hannah might be thinking I'm a traitor because so many people voted for me yeah so he's saying that to kind of keep himself and then he's also probably saying that so he doesn't look like an arsehole that he's just, <laughs> he's just yeah that he's just nominated like a traitor like yeah do you know what i mean well i suppose you're right because because of how everybody reacts later on in the episode but so yeah. you are the way you're thinking is actually the way everybody else thinks it's yeah. just maybe it's just me being really biased because i know wealth's a traitor that when i was watching i was just like shut up like stop saying these things because he also then goes when she turns over when Alyssa turns over the slate and it's got his name on it he then goes oh absolutely ridiculous and i just think he needs to chill out a little bit i think he's maybe overdoing it a bit yeah um the voting continues then there's still a tie right up to the last minute Alyssa has five votes and wilf has five maddie has one ryan has two the final vote is then amanda and of course she turns her slate over and she votes Alyssa, and we realize that's Alyssa. haven't she'll she'll go now yeah what do you think then i know we talked about this a little bit what do you think amanda's thinking was why did she vote for Alyssa? i think she's voted Alyssa because Alyssa's the weaker i think she was right in saying the weaker of the three 
Alyssa would have crumbled. So she needs somebody in her in her corner that's going to be quite opinionated, quite well respected. Do you know, like it's it's quite kind of like they'll talk for themselves. Whereas Alyssa would, I think, I don't want to use the word kind of cower away from it, but she wouldn't be as good of an ally as yeah. So so that means Amanda during the round table has obviously figured out yep. the votes either going to go to Wilf or Alyssa and she's yep. going to have to make a decision. So, yep. Which is, I mean, we don't see the whole round table, but that's so, probably quite clever of Amanda to figure that out. Like it's yeah. going to be one of those two. I'm yeah. going to have to pick one. And she's right. I oh, think Amanda. it's probably also that she, she realises to blend in as a faithful, she'll have to vote with the majority. Like, so she thinks, I should vote with Alyssa because it'll make me look like everybody else, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing for a traitor to, yeah. to like blend in with the crowd. Um, Wilf still looks so sick at this point. Like you know, Alyssa's about to stand up and reveal whether she's a faithful or a traitor. Wilf looks like he's yeah, he's going to vomit like in the middle yeah. of the table, or burst into tears like you yeah. said. The he's viewers... happy, but he's trying to fake that he's not happy. Yeah, the viewers. We know that they've caught a traitor. The faithfuls don't know yet, and this so this is the first time that's happened. The series, so this yeah. is the first time we know they're about to find out they've got a traitor. We're episode six, and all they've done so far is vote out faithfuls. <laughs> so Alyssa reveals that she took she she was given the poison chalice, as they call it, and she I actually felt really bad because she gets so upset and she's just saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and she just walks off crying and apologising. Yeah. And like some of them, Hannah shouting, "Don't be sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's just a game." Uh, but it must be really tough for everybody. Like they just don't yeah. see her again. They, it's not like they cut the cameras and then they all come for a big hug. Like yeah. Alyssa just goes, and that's it. It's I think I think Alyssa is quite, like quite a sensitive soul. So I think she's probably not wanted to cry in front of everybody, and she's yeah. probably felt so guilty all the way through it, knowing she's a traitor. Yeah. knowing that she has to get rid of people that she's made friends with like all the way through so so it's probably a massive relief because she's probably been worrying about that throughout the whole the whole game yeah so she's probably just like oh god get me out of here yeah and if listeners have watched the u.s traitors you'll have seen that as well that generally when a traitor is caught and voted off they do they get really upset like yeah. all their emotions just come out they just seem to feel like this completely re- relief, like, oh, I don't have it's to pretend they're anymore. Acting, and they're acting for such a long time. It's like, yeah. you're not really being true to who you are fully, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, well. Wolf has a meltdown when Alyssa walks out. He's, like, hysterically crying, and Kieran and Amos and Hannah are hugging him. And maybe we're going to disagree again. Like, at this point, I just thought, this you wealth you're making yourself look terrible like i just thought why does no one else think this is weird why he's having this overreaction <laughs> like they all think oh i don't know why they think he's crying like why do they think he's crying tell me i, th- I don't know i i'm kind of i kind of i'm i'm on your side for that one as well but i also like i think he's overdoing it with the crying and being like totally emotional about it but i think Again, he's put on an act for such a long time. He's now just relieved that because he's 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 going to be scared that he's going to be losing out in the money. He's going to be scared yeah. in case he has to go home because I, I mean they do say he's going to get married and he's got kids and whatever. So he's been putting on that act. So I think it's like crying with relief that he's still there. 
you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of on your side for that, but also still on the belief that he's putting on. I don't. I well, I think he's. I think he's genuinely like crying. I think he can't help. I don't think he's faking crying, but I just think hold it together. Like you need to stop it because. But he's not. He's not so crying suspicious. because Alyssa's gone home. Like no, no. He's yeah. crying because he's thinking, "Thank God I'm here for another week. Thank God I pulled the wool, wool over their eyes again." Yeah. You know. I, I mean, yeah. I think it, yeah. He probably. I think there is a bit of guilt as well. He probably does feel bad, but yeah, I think he's crying just because he's like, "Oh my God, that was so intense. Thank God it's over and I've made it." But... No, I think he's proper playing the game. Oh, ouch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're like the new Maddie. Um, in fact right after this moment or right during this moment I should say Maddie just across the table goes it still could be him now so she's she's like not letting up for a moment and it's been like really emotional because they found a traitor so they're all really happy but they're really sad because it's Alyssa and Maddie's just like yeah you could still be one (laughs) Amanda also says in an interview at this point the only thing is he threw Alyssa under the bus but then I think, well, so did you. You voted for her too. Like, but I think she she done with the majority. I don't think Amanda would have voted any of the two of them had she had to have went first with her vote. Yeah. I think she's yeah. went with the majority. Yeah, she's she's picked up on like on the vibes. Yeah, and gone with it, but well, yeah. the one that kick started it, it maybe. Yeah. So after the round table, everyone is buzzing because they've got a traitor out. So. You're right. I think they're sad to see Alyssa go because they yeah. liked her, but they're so excited they've finally done it. Well, she and was a nice all... girl. Yeah. And they all think Wilf's emotion couldn't be faked. They're like, this is it. This proves he's not a traitor. Yeah. No one could fake that. But again, I, I sort of thought, why does it not occur to them that he's upset because he almost got caught and he's upset because he just had to backstab another traitor? Well, well, Maddie does think that. Yeah. <laughs> but no one else does. And in his interview, he says, he, he's upset and he's said, I just feel terrible. I do feel bad. Alyssa was nice. I shouldn't, well, he didn't say I shouldn't have done that. He says he yeah. feels bad that he had to do that. Yeah. Maddie, I get like, apologizes to Will. She says, I'm so sorry I put you through all the stress, but I'm still on your case. <laughs> <laughs> she did not let him go. Yeah. I think Maddie would actually probably be a, a, a good traitor. Uh, she's so sort of like tenacious and just, she will not give up. Yeah. No. Well, well, although maybe... Yeah, I don't, I I don't think, know. I she, think she I think... would put her foot in it. She'd get rumbled. But then she's an actress. Like, I think if she had been given the role of a traitor, she wouldn't behave the way she's behaving now. Like, she'd be... I don't know. Who knows? No, no. no. Who knows? No, I think she'd be bad. <laughs> so we go to Traitor's Tower for the end of the episode, and this is the episode where Amanda has this epic quote Right, I'm going to do a Welsh accent. Are you ready? Okay, go. She says to Will, What's on the flag of Wales? A dragon. You throw me under the bus. Oh, I've, I've gone. Under I've gone the bus? Jordy. I went. Yeah. Jordy. Throw yeah. me under the bus. That was Jordy. She said, That's what it. That, I, can't, I can't do that. Throw me under She's, the bus. Throw me under the bus. That's what it's going to be. Okay. And she's deadly serious. Oh, <laughs> She's not messing about. She's, she's like disappointed mum face there. You're thinking, shit, I'm oh, not yeah. going to cross her. Yeah, I know. Well, and that's he knows exactly that. what I thought. He knows yeah, well, that. just like hanging his head, like, okay, mum, yeah. I won't do that. He's like, shit. Mm-hmm. Amanda also reveals at that point that she had the shield. She had won it in the armory. Yeah. But it's, it's, 
it's tricky because it's like, well, how did what do they do now? Like, do they try and murder someone? And they're, t- t- you know, what? Do, how how is it going to affect who they choose to murder? And I think the result is it is not going to make a difference. They're just going to have to not pick somebody from that team. Yeah. <clears throat> Claudia then arrives to speak to them, and viewers will probably, if you're listening really carefully, you'll you'll notice there's a change in the audio. So this is an example of ADR, like it's where they add on, they record dialogue later. Like, so you can tell that Claudia's obviously recorded this dialogue after filming. And there's like, it sounds like a voiceover because the camera doesn't show Claudia actually saying this. And she says, as per the rules, and as I explained on day one, when a traitor is banished, you have the opportunity to recruit. And they've obviously added in this audio later because she probably never said that. And she probably didn't explain all that on day one. I think production have realised they didn't really explain this to anybody, so they're retrospectively just going to have to fix it and put, add in this explanation for everybody. Okay, okay. So Claudia gives the, the traitors the, their invitation. She says they're, they're going to have to... They could murder someone tonight if they want, or they could choose to recruit somebody. And if they choose to recruit someone, then there won't be a murder. All they have to do is write down the name of the person who they want to recruit. So... Our two traitors, Amanda and Wilf, start working through possibilities and they go through some names. They say Aaron, no, Andrea, no, because they, they think that neither of them would be able to handle the pressure of it. Maddie, no, Theo, no, Hannah, no. And they get to Alex and they pause and they think, actually, Alex might be a great traitor to have. Mm-hmm. They send their invite off with Claudia for Alex and Claudia makes a joke. She goes, just so you know, I'm in which really made me laugh. Claudia always makes me laugh. And yeah. Claudia tells them that if Alex accepts, then she'll be there within, you know, a very short space of time. Mm-hmm. And that's where episode six ends. Yeah. So, Lindsay, mm-hmm. is Alex a wise choice for a recruit? I think it's a safe choice. Okay, why? I, I kind of feel void about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Personally, I would have chose either Kieran or Amos. Because ah. nobody's really formed an opinion on them. They're mm. still fresh, new, fresh eyes. They're coming at it from a different angle. I would have chose one of those, to be honest. That's a very good suggestion. Mm-hmm. My suggestion I've written down is now the the traitors dismissed this person but I think Andrea would be a good traitor because A everybody just loves her and I don't think anyone would ever suspect her or even if they did I don't think they'd ever have the guts to turn on Andrea at the round table I honestly don't think anyone would be able to do it (laughs) and in the first episode when Claudia was interviewing everybody and asking do you want to be a traitor Andrea said she wanted to be a traitor. Yeah. So she obviously thinks that she could pull it off. So I, that's who I would have gone for. I would have yeah. recruited Andrea. And another reason, this is, I'm sort of stealing this a little bit from Ivan, who I spoke to in the last episode. Ivan's theory when he was on the show was that, well, he says he knew straight away that Amanda was a traitor because of the way she behaved after she was chosen. And he also thought Andrea was a traitor because he thought that 
it would be so unlikely that two like older women were picked that nobody would ever suspect it. So yeah. he thought that if one of them was caught and banished, nobody would then suspect the other older women. So he <laughs> thought that like the, like two of Faye, Amanda, and Andrea would be traitors, mm-hmm. which I can I can totally see that would be quite clever of mm-hmm. the producers to choose. So I I think Andrea would have been a great recruit. That would be my choice. Lindsay, before we conclude our trade our traitor game and see if we can detect one another's lies, can you tell us where we can find you online? I have an Instagram um, and it's at Chisarella. You can follow me there. And I asked you this last time as well. I'm going to ask you again. I, sometimes I like to ask people for recommendations are there any films tv shows that we should be watching uh last time you suggested fairy tale and supernatural yep anything else that you could add to the the list i binge watched red rose that's on netflix just now there's only eight episodes it's really good really good good twists you've spoken to me about that a little Mm -hmm. bit as well Mm -hmm. uh so twisty turny something that traitors fans might like yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's on my list. Expect the unexpected. Now, Lindsay, we've been playing the Trader Traitor throughout this episode. Ooh. Ah. Did you tell me a lie? No. I told you a fact. <laughs> Claudia Winkleman has a stepsister who is married to the <laughs> Queen's on. cousin. Hold on. I haven't fucking guessed yet. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't really get the game. I don't really tell lies. <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> I'm an open book. Uh, right. Are you telling me you've not told me a lie? Yeah. I'm going to keep this in as well. Okay. <laughs> I was going to guess that your lie was about Claudia being related to royalty. No, she But are you telling is. me that that was actually true? Yeah. So if I had guessed that, I would have been wrong. Yep. I'd have got another point. Do you want me to tell you what your lie was? Okay. Matt did not have a cross in his name when, Claud- when Claudia took his picture away. The cross wasn't there already. Do you know, that was an accidental lie. I didn't realise. You're right, you're right, but uh-huh. I, I just accident. I, that wasn't my lie. Well, I still won then because it's not factual. You're right, there was no red cross in his face because he's only just been murdered. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just sitting questioning this thinking. I just said it wrong. I just described it wrongly. Like, there wasn't a red crossing in no. That was just me being an idiot. That Told a lie. I caught I you out. That counts. And you're human. I didn't know. I didn't do it deliberately. Okay. Do you know what my lie actually was? My deliberate lie. No. It's the first time this has happened on the podcast. I actually forgot to tell a lie. Okay. I didn't have one. I did a you. Okay. I was going. I had one written in my notes that I was supposed to say and then I forgot to say it so I actually just don't ha- I just didn't tell one and it's only until about 60 seconds ago I thought oh I've ruined my own game yep so then I won then because in the first game I didn't really understand what the hell was going on so I didn't lie <laughs> I was just too gross with the, po- with the podcast the second game we cancelled each other out and mm-hmm. then this game I've got a point, so I've won. This game, I lied about something I didn't mean to lie about, and I forgot to tell a deliberate lie, and I thought your lie was something that... Uh, Listen, I won. Cursed. Cursed. I won. I won. Fine, if you want to say you won. 
Okay. The use. Lindsay, thanks for joining me again on The Trader. You're welcome. Have you had fun? Uh-huh, I should have. I didn't sneeze once, and cough Excellent. once, and I've ate all my mint buttons. And we didn't have your dogs barking all the way through the background. I know. Woo! It's because I gave them a giant biscuit. They're happy. I'll talk to you soon, Lindsay. Bye. Okay, bye. Hello again, Trader listeners. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. You can probably tell I always have a great time recording with Lindsay. I also really appreciate all the listens which are growing every week. I know there are thousands of podcasts out there and I'm so grateful you choose to listen to The Trader. I have a bit of a backlog of my own favourites to catch up with as well. Speaking of which, I have a couple of recommendations of other reality competition show podcasts you might like. First is, can I just say, a podcast about The Apprentice that's the UK version. And another, Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem, which is a mega successful podcast devoted to the dissection, discussion and dissemination of every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race starting from the very beginning. And that's me quoting their actual opener for every episode. Alaska and Willem, please don't come for me. If you're enjoying the podcast, I always tell you about the social media platforms it's on, but I thought this week I might direct you somewhere else, and that is to my Buy Me A Coffee page. I research, write, record, edit, and deal with the distribution of this podcast completely by myself. I organise guests and operate the social media accounts, and I do it because I love the show so much and I'm enjoying everything about the podcast, except the amount of hours all this organisation takes. And I'm doing it all for free. It's literally an unpaid job at this point. So if you've been enjoying listening in and you want me to keep it up, have a think about visiting coffee.com forward slash Matthew Keeley. That's ko-fi.com slash Matthew Keeley. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-E-E-L-E-Y. And maybe putting in a wee donation. It's not a subscription or a Patreon or anything like that. It could just be a one-off. And I'll put the link in the episode notes on your podcast player. Now that I've begged you for support, I'll leave you until the next episode of the podcast when I'll be joined by a brand new guest co-host. In the meantime, stay faithful. Stay faithful.